0: presented by x insurance x insurance from the six hour studios they're never going to stop us here here is your host the loudest conservative voice in america fighting the enemies of freedom mark, mark walters. walters what
1: day is it today what a crazy week <laughs> Last I checked, I think it's Friday. Greg down in Dallas, how are you doing? I am doing pretty good for a TGI Friday. It is a TGI Friday. We made it for you, didn't we? We Finally. did it. We did it. We did it. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today, as I do every day. The Crossbreed Holsters mic is fired up for you. The Sig Sauer Studios are lit up, all of it brought to you by X-Insurance. If you're watching on your video screens or TVs or devices, you can thank Ledslinger's Whiskey and Daniel Defense for that. I suggest we get cracking because time flies right by. What do we know about Arizona so far? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And we've been told we're not going to know anything. And the guy running the ship over there chuckled it off and laughed it off yesterday. Mm. As if it's normal that a state like Arizona can't count votes in time. Well, they're all coming in the same day. We've got to have time to count them. How about having enough people to count them? All you have to do is count. I forget who the pundit was last night says we put people on the moon, land them there for three days and bring them back, and we can't count votes in America. Doesn't make any sense to me. You got the Senate hanging in the balance. Imagine what's going to happen when the House flips and the Senate flips. Going (laughs) to still say it's not a red wave. House flips, Senate flips. I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy. But I have to tell you, what Kevin McCarthy said yesterday echoed what we've been saying here. Our job was to retake the House. Joe Biden has already called me and congratulated me. Now I, I thought that was a little odd. So if they know that, how come we don't know that yet? We, you you want to you want to help me out with that one, Greg, down in Dallas, pushing all the buttons down there in the mothership with all the cool switches and bells and whistles and all the cool lights and stuff. You want to you help me out with that one? How come Biden knows it, but we don't know it? Well, Why would he do that if we're – well, what is it here? I like Carrie Lake's analysis. It's a slow roll, right? Isn't that what she said? Yeah, it is, and it's, it's essentially the slow walk, the slow walk of the
2: red wave. They don't want to talk about it. Like I mentioned yesterday that uh, uh, Florida had a huge success in a lot of the counties that went red. Same with a lot of states across the nation. A lot of counties went red. They won't talk about it. They won't talk about the wins because they have to downplay the slaughter that happens on Tuesday. And now, if they announce that Kerry Lake won Arizona and that uh, all that Mark Fincham won and that um, uh, uh, Blake Masters
1: won, Blake Masters didn't. Apparently, he's done. I don't. I don't know that there. That that, again, that's just a report I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, but let me. You know, guys, let me tell you what Greg and I were talking about during the break. If they knew these things and they told us on election night, well, then they would have had to have described that the, the moniker that the media created, Red Wave or Tsunami, would have actually been true or appeared that way, right? They would have changed their narrative.
2: Yeah, they they can't give the GOP or anybody that wants to support the GOP any hope, and that's the thing of it. They have to damper all hope that their agenda is going down the tubes and that the country wants to go in a different direction and that the Democrats are all losers,
1: so, hmm, interesting stuff. So we're just like everybody else. We're just going to sit and wait. Now I do want to point this out. You know, I was out in Arizona not long ago, and I was specifically there for. I'd say, well, I wish I could say I was out there for strictly for fun, but it was a lot of work to do. And I was uh, handling some video for Breitbart News. If you saw A.W.R. Hawkins interviewing Eli Crane, retired Navy SEAL, that was me behind the camera. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's why I went out there. So we did that and got it up to Breitbart for about a 10-minute hit. Some of it was edited down. No big deal. But Eli won in Arizona, too, which is a big deal Mm -hmm. because he flipped a seat. That was a very vulnerable Democrat, and Eli flipped that seat. That's a big deal. But from what I understand, he still hasn't been yet added to the House total. Why? Why? Slow walk. So do we actually have some of those numbers yet? Yeah, let's take a look at this and see what are we seeing in the House. Let's take a quick look at this. Uh, 211 Republican, 196 Dem. Now, according to Kevin McCarthy last night in a report I watched, Biden has already called him and congratulated him on the House victory. Why don't we know that? You see, this is what we were talking about. just my, how, how, These are the things that just it just doesn't add up.
2: Well, and what else doesn't add up? is 211 and, what would you say, 197?
1: That don't make... 211 and 196. Well, they're, they're not done calling races yet. That doesn't make but 435. But who's responsible for calling these races? No, that's because they don't have them all in yet. Who's responsible for calling these races? Media? State electors. The media, the, the media does this job? Well, I would like to say it was state electors, but uh, let's see. I guess the media called Arizona with one percent in twenty sixteen or twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. The media does this. But don't give them the information yet. We don't want them to know. Give them no. If All this information comes in. It's really gonna. It's it's really gonna fit their their narrative, and it's gonna ruin ours. Hmm. Uh, it's not gonna look good. You know, is it shenanigans as far as ballot counting? I don't know. I have no idea. Yes. But I know the reporting of, well, it's hard to prove that. But nonetheless, the reporting of it sure does look fishy, doesn't it? Well, when Katie
2: Hobbs is running for governor and she's secretary of state still at this moment, and so she's essentially secretary of state over her own election, that smells of conflict of interest.
1: A uh, nice part about that is Carrie Lake is not a slouch. True. She's fully well capable of handling that situation herself, and I, I've watched her do it on a number of occasions. She also happens to be a good friend of A.W.R. Hawkins. Interesting stuff. Now, you know what else is interesting? What's On that? a personal note, I wrote about a past employee of mine years ago. I mean, years ago. Oh, I had to let him go. This is, you know, we're, we're jumping around here because we can't because it's a TGI Friday, right? Yeah, sure. Um, two years after I let him go from my company because he wasn't cutting the mustard. He was arrested for murdering his wife, my former employee, mm. apparently took a plea from uh, in, in Georgia. We have these goofy, you know, malice murder things. You can consider that first degree murder, right? It's just a different different phrase. Well, it's the same thing. It's premeditated murder. Well, they copped a plea with him for 20 years. No parole. Voluntary manslaughter. Now, I like to tell you, you know, time flies, right? It does for me. It does for you, likely. Listeners, you probably feel the same thing. But does it for the guy behind bars for 20 years living in a 9 by 6 cell? Probably a very long 20 years, wouldn't you guess, Greg? I mean, kind of got to think that, right? Yeah, yeah. time's not flying by when you're doing three things the same all day long. And you hear stuff like, give me your hands, you know, cuff them up. Time to get back from the yard. The reason I mention this is because today's his release date. 20 years have gone by. Yikes. So I've been, I've been monitoring that, see where he's at. Yeah, It's interesting stuff. Uh, getting released out of prison. I, I say that because I know some bad people. And I knew that then, had a feeling then. Bye-bye. Don't want you working here anymore. You're making people uncomfortable. 18 months later, find out he's in the slammer for killing his wife. And here we are 20 solid years later. 20 solid years later. Good heavens. No idea. Where did that time go? Where did that time go? For me, it flew right by. For him, I don't know. Yeah. But where do you go after 20 years? You go in when you're 50, you come out when you're 70. What happens? Mm. Uh, what do you do?
2: What happens? I don't even know if you uh, have any sort of Social Security you could rely upon at that point because you're of age to draw. But, uh, you know, how much? I have no idea. How much do you have? And uh, most likely what's going to happen is he's probably going to go into a halfway house when he comes out. Um, just to help him transition back into society. So he'll have a little bit of something going there. But And they may help him into Social Security. They may not. I don't know. I don't know, really understand a whole lot about that process. I just know what I've heard
1: testimony about uh, from people that have been released. And then you have the whole alien thing. He's a foreigner. Are, are do you? Can you keep re-upping a green card, permanent residency card, while you're in the slammer? I don't know. But I know if you are a, a resident and you haven't, or even if you have, you're subject to deportation after you've committed a certain crime. And involuntary manslaughter falls into that category. So you never know. I'll keep checking it during the, uh, during the hour and 45 minutes that were left on the air, and I'll let you know if there's been a change to the status right now. It still shows currently serving and currently active. We'll be right back. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom here on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike lit up for you today in the very powerful Sig Sauer Studios. All of it brought to you today and every day by X-Insurance. Video production brought to you by Lead Slingers and Daniel Defense. Please make it a point to go out of your way. It's really not going out of your way, but if, if it is, I mean, please do support our partners. It makes all they make all of this possible every single day. OK, so we're on uh, offender release day. Watch, Greg. So <laughs> we'll, we'll keep up with that. I mean, listen, I've been watching it for 20 years. I guess this means that you're extra armed today. You know, be extra armed for a long time. I, I'm plenty <laughs> armed. But yeah, I'm on, you know, to me, it's it's been such a personal thing. Right. Yeah. Over all these years. And to me, all of a sudden, it, it was my wife that brought it to my attention. Doesn't he get out of prison like this week? And I went, oh yeah. So I've been watching, and here's my question: If your maximum possible release date, which according to the DOC page, is eleven eleven twenty twenty two, well, that's today. Mm-hmm. So when do they consider your incarceration? Is it does he get out at eleven fifty nine fifty nine plus one? Get out at 12.01 a.m. You serve that whole day. How's that work? I don't know. No no clue. If I were him, I'd have been pushing to get out last night. Yeah, they don't care. Or this morning at 12.01 a.m., however you want to phrase that, right? Yeah. And surprisingly, with COVID and everything, there was no release, no early release. I mean maybe there was and they just haven't updated their DOC page. I don't know. I don't think Georgia went the same way as a lot of blue states did and no, released all no, their prisoners no. as soon as COVID came around. No, no, that that definitely did not happen. But yeah, we're we're just going to have some fun with it today. We're on prisoner release day today. We'll see what happens and I'll keep you posted throughout the show. How bad is it out there now for gun rights? After, yeah, you know, we talked about this yesterday briefly. I got to go here simply because Biden, as we know, we told you yesterday what Biden wants to do and emboldened Biden. I'm going to ban assault weapons. Dave Workman has a fantastic piece out today over at Ammo Land. When did this come out? Did it come out today? Came out yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, emboldened by Tuesday's failure by Republicans to deliver a red wave at the polls, which I don't think it's a failure yet. No, I told you yesterday how I feel about that. You take the House back. You pick up seats in New York. You dominate in Florida. California. You kick Stacey Abrams to the curb. You get bit rid of Beto O'Rourke. To me, that's a victory, and I'll take it all day long. I don't care what moniker you want to use to describe That's a victory as far as I'm concerned, and I had to agree with Kevin McCarthy yesterday when he said pretty much the same thing. Oh, we didn't win 20 seats. We won 19. Oh, we didn't win two. We didn't score three points. We scored two on a safety. Big deal if it gives you the W. Forgive me if I'm if you think I'm wrong about that. I'll take the W all day long. The W stands for what, Greg? Win. Winning. Not loss. No. The old Ricky Ricky Bobby. Emboldened by Tuesday's failure by Republicans to deliver a red wave of the polls, Joe Biden appeared at a press conference during which he allowed questions from a list of reporters he was provided. You saw that, right? Yeah. I have been given a list of 10 reporters I'm told to call on. Mm -hmm. And I'm told that you're only allowed to ask one question. What else is people are people telling you? Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Him and Fetterman together. During which he allowed questions from a list of reporters he was providing at one point declared he will continue pushing to ban so-called assault weapons. And there was a transcript of that report uh, from Business Insider that Dave pointed to. And I love the way Dave said this. The sometimes cocky Biden reminded reporters about some of his achievements so far, including the gun control legislation he signed in June. Mm. How's that make you feel, Cornyn, that Democrat Joe Biden is calling your efforts a victory for the Biden administration? How's that make you feel? He gave a strong hint he will build on the gun control package from June. See, there's more evidence of this, ladies and gentlemen. That's why our prediction of what he's going to do is likely going to happen. We've been doing this a long time. Highly educated guesses here. So I'm not going to change, Biden said. As a matter of fact, you know there's some things I want to change and add to. For example, we had passed the most bipartisan, we passed the most extensive gun legislation, anti, you know, rational gun policy in 30 years. And I love this because Dave translated that. (laughs) Okay. Translation, the parental anti-gun Biden believes he has some momentum because Republicans evidently didn't Tuesday. And he will use that to press for further restrictions on Second Amendment rights. How do you call losing the House building momentum? Under any analysis. Oh, we're building momentum. We lost the House. We're building momentum. How do you claim a mandate on that? Well, it's easy. I can answer that. Because in today's day and age, a Democrat can look at the camera and say, it's light out when it's midnight. Or they can tell you... Oh, and here's a good one, too. Can I pick on Fox for just a moment? Let's do it. Please. Oh, I have to. I have to. I See, this just reminded me. They're garbage. No, nah, well, they're better than, than the rest. But what I, I take issue with Fox more than anything else is their constant quoting of Sonny Hostin as somehow oh, that's news. No one cares. Or, or whoopee gold, whatever. Mm. As if whatever these idiots say is reportable news it is not let me make that very clear so Fox was reporting this morning because I did my okay let's give this a try before I turn on bewitched which was hilarious today by the way always is Mm. I'll tell you about that in a minute because it really was hilarious and it's Friday so we'll do that Fox is reporting they're trying to that they want to put the Democrats want to put kids back in masks during flu season This was one of their reports. Well, who's saying that? One doctor at Texas University or University of Texas. One doctor said that. And somehow that's worthy of a national report on a news break on Fox and Friends. One doctor. Is that a newsworthy story?
2: It, it's not, but we had one doctor shut the whole country down in 2020,
1: so. That one doctor was working in tandem, and let's face facts, with the Trump administration at the time, later with the Biden administration, and was the director of the whatever he's the director of, because we don't hear from him anymore. And I don't want to, I don't think he was working so it's in. it's different def- than one guy there, though, you know, just a guy at Texas Tech or Texas, or University of Texas. He's employed by the government. This guy's not. But, ooh, look what he said. And It just makes it appear as if there's now a push. And, I, you know, I'm not it's, – it's, it's impossible for me to rag the Democrats on that because it didn't come from the Democrats. It came from one doctor. The point that I'm making, Greg, and I'll, I'll let you jump in here in just a second. I'm, I apologize for cutting you off. The point that I'm – I guess I'll let you come back after the break. The point that I'm making here is that it is this type of reporting – that we get in the day and age of a 24-7 news cycle. Screaming for something to talk about as if there's nothing else to talk about. Let's take what this one moron says and let's elevate it to a news report when we're giving the news break during a television broadcast of a Fox and Friends morning show. I, I take issue with that type of reporting, guys. I always have. I don't care if it's coming from Fox Fox. CNN, LOL, MS, DNC, ABC, NBC, so we can CBS. It doesn't matter. This is the problem the country faces right now. Too many people hear this and think, oh, my God, look what they're trying to do now. We'll be right back. Following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back, indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today in the six-hour studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. Back to the chat. But Fox News is reporting amid expectations of a red wave, Democrats outperform. Oh, before I get started, Greg, I'm sorry. I cut you off in the previous segment. Go ahead. Yeah, I was uh, looking to make the
2: point you had brought up the UT doctor that is wanting to put kids back in mask. And I had made the point that uh, that we had a doctor to put the whole nation under lockdown. uh, And, you know, you said that he was working in uh, working with the Trump administration. I would disagree. I'd say he was working against the Trump administration because I've seen and I have the video from. 2017 of him saying that Trump would face an outbreak within his term. So it was more or less a, a pandemic and they all planned to shut down our businesses. And to. Uh,
1: well, let me let me clarify, because you're right. I did say that. Let me clarify what I actually meant by that. Uh, he was a part of the administration. He was working as a as as a as a government employee. While sure. Trump was president. Well, so let me let me clarify that you're right about that, because believe me, those two were buttonheads. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, so yeah. I, I want to I just want to make that point that we're talking about somebody that was on taxpayer dollars versus this individual doctor. I mean, we could go anywhere. Right? Well, let's get a doctor to say something else. I can get lots of doctors I know to say something completely different. Will Fox News report it? No. And it's like we have lots of doctors that are currently
2: speaking up, that are being silenced, that were speaking up in 2020 and 2021 that yeah, are now being proven some. to be right, and they are, you know, again, censorship still remains the big item of the day with this administration, and censoring opposing narratives, viewpoints,
1: and facts. Yeah, ooh, maybe we'll get to Twitter on censoring too. Media's all over Elon Musk now too. Yeah, the narrative Before against him. Oh yeah, well, let's go back to the what is Biden going to do here uh, from? And, you know, I'm I'm glad that I took that break because let me bump up just a few here. His efforts will collide with Republicans, meaning Biden, if they prevail in taking at least the House of Representatives. The current prevailing wisdom is that the Republicans are poised to take a small House uh, majority, according to the latest projection from Reuters. It's not just from Reuters. It's from all the outlets. But Fox News is reporting a quote amid expectations of a red wave. Democrats outperformed consensus in the House. As of Wednesday afternoon, Fox News decision desk had not officially called control of the chamber. But if Republicans do take control in 2023, as they're expecting, it will likely be by a, much, by a much smaller majority than anticipated. And Dave goes on to talk about how Biden is going to try to revive his tough guy. You know, I want to take Trump outside the schoolyard or all these ridiculous things that he said. You know, he's he's just such a such a tough guy. You want to watch me jog away? You're a tough guy. No, I want to watch you fall off your bike. Yeah. Fall uh, up it, the stairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fall up the stairs. That kind of stuff. All right. Uh, which he told a reporter who asked about Republican promises to launch investigations into his son. And he did say there's yeah, lots of luck in your senior years. My coach used to say, OK, that's really a smart thing to say when the House is going to have subpoena power in Republicans hands this go around. And they are going to go after your son. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do is they're going to go after your son on the false statements he made on the form. Forty four seventy three when he bought a handgun back in twenty seventeen. 2018, if I'm not mistaken, and Justice Department officials, according to Dave, were looking into. Oh, Fox. This is according to Fox too. We're looking into whether to charge Hunter Biden with various tax violations and more seriously, possible foreign lobbying violations. So you go ahead, play tough guy all you want, uh, but there's a, there's a lot of fun dynamics in play here. Kevin McCarthy is no lock for the speakership, no lock at all, and there is now a push in the Senate. To remove Mitch McConnell from Senate leadership, and what I found interesting about that, guess where that push came from? Marco Rubio, well, who actually did ride a red, red wave? Yeah, now, I could easily argue that he wrote a red wave. all he was doing was surfing the endless wave behind DeSantis 's boat, okay, but that 's what happened. I think both of them won big, and that 's a fact, and that 's undeniable. So you're going to see And you know why that is, Greg, real quick, because that is what creates a mandate. All right. Losing the House doesn't give Biden a mandate for anything. Except maybe to go out and find out why they lost the House and try to win it back. Certainly not to come after Americans firearms when you lost the House and you still if if you even keep the Senate, which is not a foregone conclusion, you only have A tiebreaker vote there's no mandate there but i I guess i can say that that uh that rubio did in fact ride that red wave no question about it so now mcconnell's leadership this is going to be a fascinating two years guys and it's going to be ugly and it's going to be brutal oh boy Oh boy, go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I think Rubio actually had some good stances. He
2: he beat a, a candidate that was really charging after him, and then you Val know, Demings. Yeah, yep. And you know, might have might have had a little bit of leeway there in Florida, but I think too often people uh, discredit the fact that the Hispanics got behind Rubio, and like they have gotten behind uh, Republicans. And I honestly believe that uh, having lived through the past two years, I saw Rubio come up with a lot of good questions during the pandemic and afterwards. And I think, I don't know, are we still in it? But I think he had an awakening moment to see the establishment and then decide whether he wanted to be part of it. And I think he ran on some good policies uh, to keep businesses open and to move forward as a country and to continue to pursue liberty versus uh, the government establishment's idea of mandates, lockdowns, and more uh, vaccines, and I think that's why. It's he hard won. to argue that,
1: yeah. It's hard to argue that. Look, look, he's got a very strong, powerful governor in Florida who's done a great job, and he's able to pick up on that. There's no question that some of that just morphed in, right? Yeah, and, it, it was kind of baked in. And Rubio, as a as a smart politician, you don't win elections repeatedly by being a stupid politician. You might want to call Fetterman, whatever you want to call Fetterman, but Fetterman is going to be sworn into the Senate in January. Mm. Yeah, I know. Right? Now, I don't think he's got the smarts and the mental capacity that somebody like Rubio has. But Rubio was smart enough to pick up on this. Hey, look at this. I mean, DeSantis is doing some great things. I can learn some things here. I'm going to go along for this ride. So I'm not going to discount anything you said that. I won't challenge that. I think you're correct about that. And Rubio's not a stupid guy. He's going to continue to play that going forward because he did pick up. A, a mandate. He's going to have more power in the Senate. Mark my words about that. And when you look at beyond 2024, you're going to see some crazy stuff going on in American politics, right? Yeah, I found speaking of Fetterman, I found it just
2: intriguing that the idiots over at CNN with uh, Jen Psaki, circle back Psaki, talking about Fetterman as a presidential run. Are you kidding
1: me? These people are. Uh, I are... think that was one idiot over at MSDNC. OK, who well. made a comment about that. But the point that I'm making is there's that one idiot on MSDNC mm-hmm. who makes that comment that Fox and the rest of the networks blow out as the Democrats are seeking to make. No, it was one comment by an idiot on a panel on MSDNC. Mm-hmm. Let's not blow this out of proportion. This is the danger of media today. This is the and this is the danger of Twitter, too, by the way, because we see I mean, they do this to gun owners all the time. They gaslight you. Well, you look at Twitter. This is some of the things that I don't like what Fox does. Fox goes over to Twitter and gives you a page of nine or 10 tweets that somebody's talking about. And you think to yourself, oh my God, look what everybody's saying. No, everybody's not saying this. 10 idiots on Twitter were picked out of a lineup. Yeah, bots. Okay? That said these things. None of which is news. None of it is news. Here's what's getting ready to happen. The whole thing that started this conversation that went awry, because, well, we can on a Friday. That's what we do. Is Biden's going to make another push for your guns? It's that simple. And as we stated yesterday, I think we can reaffirm what we said yesterday, that we're going to be right in our assessment about this. And without the House, that means he's going to have to do other things. And we've asked this question of ourselves over the years here on the program. Well, don't you think if it can be done by executive action that, that Obama would have already done it? Well, you would like to think that, except the Democrats don't care. They're going to continue to push the envelope. They will always find a way to do it. That's why the AFT is working to change definitions, which will then make it easier for Biden with change definitions to issue executive actions that he wouldn't have been able to do or Obama couldn't have done because the definitions were different at the time. We'll be right back.
4: Let's go, Brandon, and let's impeach Joe Biden.
5: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now,
1: back to the show. Back to the show. Hey, let's check the inmate release update. What do you say? Go for it. Let's let's do this. Let's see where we're at. at. There we go. Guarantee it hasn't changed. It has not changed. Currently serving. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, keep, uh, we'll keep going back and checking that bad boy out throughout the broadcast. Okay, so a couple other things to talk about. Did you want to add anything to that previous discussion? No, let's move along. All right, let's go. So I saw a report middle of the night when I was doing what I do in the middle of the night watching TV. Got an alert. Best time to do show prep. It really is, believe it or not. A (laughs) lot of stuff sent to my I do. I get a lot of it taken care of. It makes the early part of my day better so I can watch a couple, three hours of Bewitched and not be stressed out. Staff member at Georgia's school fired after a gun found in her purse. All right. Huh. All right. So let's dig into this one a little bit. Oconee County Primary School was fired. Teacher was fired. Staff member was fired after she apparently accidentally left her purse in a school restroom overnight. Mm. And when it was found, it had a firearm in it. So here you've got someone. Now, keep in mind, it's a constitutional carry state now. And generally speaking, most people have permits. I mean, the ones that are carrying guns, most have permits. And I don't know if she had a permit or not. It wasn't part of the story. But Fox 5 reported out of Atlanta, the staff member's name was Quandra Johnson. Mm. And she had left her purse in a staff restroom, and another school employee found it. Inside it was a firearm. She was called to the office yesterday morning, and she was charged with a crime charged with carrying a weapon within a school safety zone. Now remember, we can't carry guns in schools here. You can if the county or the school board allows it or votes it, okay? So apparently in Oconee County, that's a no-no. So she was charged with carrying a weapon within a school safety zone and then was subsequently fired. She was not a teacher. And the sheriff's office Just plainly, clearly stated they have no reason to believe that she had any intention of causing any harm. You know what happened here? Like many people do going to airports. Yeah. And this is a problem with off-body carry. Happens all the time. Good people make a stupid mistake. How does that happen, we ask ourselves. Well, because you're human. And humans make mistakes. Should she have been fired for that? I don't believe so. I believe that person should be given the benefit of the doubt. She wasn't trying to intentionally carry a gun into a school to kill students. She likely forgot the gun was in her purse. Why would I say that? Because she also forgot she left her purse in the john. So it's a pretty fair assumption to make. That it was accidental. And when the sheriff says there's no reason to believe they had any, that she had any intention of causing harm, that's likely because they spoke to her about it. Now, see, here in the state of Georgia, you can carry a firearm on a public university campus anywhere in this state. Except certain areas that are exempted, like in dorm rooms, okay? So if I go have lunch with my daughter at Kennesaw State University, I can carry my firearm. In fact, I'm going to do that in a few days. Because Kennesaw has what is widely regarded as the top, I guess I'll call it cafeteria, food prep in the country. Did you know that? I did not. Oh, it's, you can look it up. It's real. It's not just me. Look it up. Kennesaw State University is widely known around the country. There are people who go there for the food. Can you imagine that? Wow. Mom, I want to go to Kennesaw State. They have really good food. That's true. They have they have they're very well known for that. But when I go in there, I can sit down with my daughter and I can eat and I can carry my firearm. I've carried my firearm on campus many times. That is totally legal in the state of Georgia. And there are areas, like I said, that are exempted from that that you can't go into. No problem. It is a problem, but we're working on it. However, in the state of Georgia, Georgia as a state and under state law does not allow teachers and staff to be armed on K through 12 campuses interesting stuff. Should this woman have her life ruined because she made a mistake? Listeners ask yourself that question. Human beings make mistakes. There was nothing intentional. Hell, the sheriff himself said there was nothing intentional. We had no reason to believe that she had any intention of causing any harm. It's likely that she just forgot the gun was in her purse. And again, this is why I don't like off body carry. Okay. For a lot of different reasons. If you get used to carrying your firearm in a briefcase, a satchel bag, a, a fanny pack, you know, even if it's something specifically designed for off-body carry, one of the purses or, you know, one of the one of the uh, notebook folders, you've seen these things, right? hmm uh, To me, you're setting yourself up for something like this to happen because you have to assume, look, what's Murphy's Law? If anything can go wrong, it usually will, right? Yeah. At some point in time, you can make a mistake. Now, I am adamant. I don't carry a firearm in anything other than my range bag. Period. It's either on my body or it's not. But I don't carry it, for example, when I travel and I do a substantial amount of travel. I don't use my computer bag or anything like that to carry my firearm. Why? Because I'm human. I may forget that it's in there. Next thing I know, deep, 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 deep. Mr. Walters, you want to step over here, please, for a moment? And then that sinking stomach feeling. (laughs) You're done. Yep. Now I'm able to provide permit. I'm likely not going to be charged, but I'm going to be fined bigger than all get out crap from the federal government. It's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars. I don't want to go that route. Here's my suggestion to you. If, If you can find a way to carry that's not off body. That's the way to do it. But I understand why women carry in pocketbooks, et cetera. I'd rather have the person. I'd rather my wife carry the gun in her purse than not carry the gun at all. There's that, too, right? Yep. But when you do that, you have to take extra precaution. You have to. So that something like this doesn't happen. Because I'm going to be willing to bet you that sick feeling you were just talking about in the pit of your stomach is being experienced right now. Oh, yeah. By what is her name? Quandra Johnson who likely feels like my life is over now because of a mistake and you know something else too i don't want that mistake to discourage her from carrying a firearm anymore is this a felony level crime uh i you know i don't know i don't believe it is i believe it's a misdemeanor here Assuming that she was permitted or because she's lawfully able to carry a firearm as long as she's legally in possession of the firearm. But that's a good question. I'm also curious if this is a zero tolerance policy by them as well. If Jerry Henry is listening to the program from Georgia Carey or GA2A.org. Oh, yeah. Call Jerry, us. if you're tuned in, uh, you just give me a, shoot me a text message and let me know if that's a misdemeanor or a felony. I'd be curious myself. It doesn't state here. I haven't seen anything to that. In fact, I didn't even ask that question. And that is, a, that is a legit question. Okay, guys, we've got another hour when we come back. We're, you know what we're going to talk about again? Weed and guns and DeSantis and Nikki Freed. the was the only Democrat to hold elected office in the state of Florida. No Democrats hold those positions anymore. Was is the operative word. But she has a medical marijuana card. It, it very, as Trump would say, a very fascinating case down there, and it was a court case, and I want to go into that a little bit fascinating stuff there it just brings up a lot we could probably take the full hour on it i'll try not to because i have some other things i want to get to here on a friday to close out the week so until we meet at 6 minutes after the hour carry on carry often carry absolutely everywhere never ever ever leave your cave without your club no self-respecting caveman would do that just be very careful if you're carrying off body don't let these things happen to you enjoy your break we'll see you at 6 minutes after the hour on armed american radio's daily defense <laughs>